Welcome to episode two. Today is April 11th, 2020, and this is the Proverbs for Professionals podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Adam Peak, and what we're doing is every Saturday, we are going through a corresponding chapter of Proverbs and looking at it through the lens of what's happening today and how does it apply to my life. Proverbs is this wonderful ancient book that has beautiful applications. If you are someone who's just asking, how do I get into a Bible reading plan of some kind? Uh, Reading a chapter of Proverbs every day is a really fantastic way to get into it. Proverbs is a very approachable book. There are a lot of books. Uh, There's a lot of value across the entirety of the Bible, Um, but there are some books where the enriching parts of the book are primarily found in the study of it, where just a surface-level reading would be super confusing. Um, and, and the book of Proverbs is one of those books where you can read it and get a lot of enriching stuff, and you can study it and get super enriching things. So uh, I highly recommend just read a chapter of Proverbs a day. It's very applicable. It's the book of wisdom. It's awesome. And so today we're going to look through chapter 11, And chapter 11 is full of a lot of really amazing uh, little nuggets of wisdom that we can pull out of it. So the, the thing that stood out to me from the outset is that the author draws these these contrasts between the righteous. He mentions the righteous 15 times in the 31 verses and the wicked, which he mentions 13 times. So clearly what we have here is this contrasting life, that the life of righteousness is contrasted with the life of wickedness. And he sets it up in the first two verses. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. So imbalance or injustice is something that is an abomination to the Lord, right? So this is not about balancing righteous and wicked living. This is about balancing justice on the scales, right? You want justice to be, uh, to, to equality is in line with justice. So we do not want to have um, unjust things. That is not something that the Lord particularly cares for. And then he says, when pride comes, then comes, and here we go, disgrace. So disgrace and wickedness come with pride, but with the humble is wisdom. And this is something that I think really applies to today, along with verse 1, uh, is this idea of humility leading to wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge applied. And so humility is when we approach things. So let's say it's the current situation that we are all dealing with globally with uh, COVID-19. Humility says, I don't 
understand and I want to seek understanding. And so you engage in curiosity, you engage in a lot of question asking, you want to know what is going on. In my professional career in sales, it has to begin with a position of humility saying, I don't understand. And then from there, uh, what is called discovery happens, right? This isn't just a sales thing. This is an all of life thing that that humility is something that will lead to wisdom. The opposite of that is pride. And the author says that with pride comes disgrace. Pride says, I know everything, and then I'm going to go grab information that proves that I know everything to feed my ego, right? It, this idea of confirmation bias. And we see this a ton today in in all these political cycles it's like the perfect storm of an election and and all of this stuff that's just happening with the economy and unemployment and all of these things you have people on all sides of the spectrum just going out and pridefully finding just stuff that supports their own preconceived ideas of what is true that is not humility that is not wisdom that is pride which the author says is in fact disgraceful and from there he shows that the righteous live with humility and that the wicked live from a position of pride like i said 15 times the idea of righteous contrasted with wickedness so then we get to verse 14 and verse 14 is a verse that i think is so applicable not just today but all of the time and again i'm reading from the english standard version of the bible where there is no guidance a people fails. Other translations say, where there is no vision, people perish. I'm sorry, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Right now, everybody, listen, there is so much uncertainty in the future. More so than any, at any other time in my adult life, Have do we have a a time where the economic uncertainty, where we have um, health and physical uncertainty, uh, we have this disease that is, depending on who you talk to, is either, you know, oh, it's just the flu, or it's going to wipe out the, you know, a lot of humanity. Like, we don't know, right? Again, humility. Just say, I, it's okay to say, I don't know, and then seek that stuff out. So in the middle of all of this, whether you're a parent, whether you're a, a, a kid, whether you're a business leader, whatever you are, this is now the time where the idea of, of clarity in vision that is rooted in, in the certainty of now, meaning who you are today will then guide whatever happens in the future. The character of people is being unearthed today in some really, really powerful ways. And character has always defined vision. Some, if, if somebody says, this, is, this would be a hypocrite, right? Somebody says, we're going to go and do all of this stuff. But today, they are not setting things up. They, are, they do not have integrity, right? Their, their scales are unbalanced. If we go back to chapter or to verse one of Proverbs 11, they are an unbalanced scale. That doesn't make any sense. 
And so, so it is so important for us to say, listen, we are unsure of the future, but let me tell you about who we are, right? As an organization, as a culture, as a people, as a family. For us, I was talking with my wife and, and I have, I have, this is a, uh, I don't know, a humble brag. I'm not sure, but I have just loved the posture of our children, the posture of my wife, the posture of our family to say, well, who we are in times of good and in times of crisis, we desire to be Christ-like. So what, what does that look like for vision? It means that in the future, we will continue. That is what we want to be. We want to serve people. We want to love people as well as we can. We want to be lights in, in if the time is bright or if the time is dark, it does not matter. That This is who we want to be. Are we perfect? Absolutely not, right? We fail all the time, but this is what we want to do. And how did we come upon that? It wasn't some crazy idea that we had, right? The second half, but an abundance of counselors, there is safety. If you're wondering, how do I do this as a parent? How do I cast vision for my family? How do I help lead in my family? How do I help lead in my company in the midst of layoffs, in the midst of furloughs, in the midst of profits falling? How do I lead in that? Well, let me tell you this. There is an abundance of counselors. There is safety. So find people that you respect, you trust, and ask them. It is okay. And right now it is so important, everybody, to ask people for help. It's okay to ask people for help in an abundance of counselors and ask people for help who you trust and who you respect. Maybe that goes without saying, I'm not entirely sure. And then we get here to the end. And in verse 28, it says, whoever trusts in their riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. So think about this. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. Uh, And the New Testament says, but pride comes before the fall, right? So this idea, you see, you see these, um, these word plays, right? Pride leads to falling and failure, going down where there is no guidance, a people falls, people perish, whoever trusts in their riches will fall, okay? They're, They're going down. So pride, lacking guidance, and trusting in riches, all three of those things will lead to failure, will lead to disgrace. And yet we see these things happen all of the time, all around us. And, and I, I would say that we are seeing the impact of that today. Now, that did not lead to what's happening, okay? But we are seeing the consequences of a lot of people who put their trust in their own wealth and in their own riches. And then a disease happens halfway across the world for most of us. Uh, you know, I'm assuming everybody here is living in America who's listening to this. Uh, if you're in China, then it happened right there. But a disease happens that then does not get controlled and then leads to what we have today. Quarantine, lockdown, recession, unemployment, right? Riches just falling away left and right, left and right. And if that is where we put our trust, if that is where we put our hope, then you see how quickly it can erode. We are witnessing it today. What happens? It says, but, right? I love this, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. 
So instead of focusing on more stuff to accumulate, instead of, I'm not saying that being wealthy is wrong by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying that saving money is wrong. You should. I'm not saying that leaving an inheritance for your kids is a bad idea. That is something you absolutely need to do. However, if that's where you put your worth, your value, your, 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 um, your hope in those things, you, you are seeing now, it could fail you pretty significantly. But the thing that will not fail you as a pursuit. And when I say fail, I mean if if you are going to if you want to pursue Jesus, if you want to pursue Christ likeness, that is not a journey that will fail. You may have problems, you may lose your job. Um this isn't a health, wealth and prosperity thing. That might happen to you. I don't know. But what I'm saying is that if you continue to pursue Jesus in the midst of these things and Christ likeness in the midst of these things, then that journey will not fail you. That is how my family and I have defined righteousness. And and I can tell you that this flourishing, not in terms of the riches of the world, but the flourishing of joy in the midst of pain, joy in the midst of suffering, joy in the midst of hard times is there. It is approachable. And that is something that I think we all need to be able to understand and grab a hold of. Hey, listen, if, if you have questions, feedback, thoughts, concerns, whatever it is, you can send me an email. My email is eadampeek, so E-A-D-A-M-P-E-E-K at gmail.com, eadampeek at gmail.com. And I would love to talk to you about anything that, that's been discussed in any of these podcasts. Please like, share, subscribe whatever it is. I think we're almost out onto all the podcast platforms as of this recording. Uh, So please do that um, if you think this is valuable. If not, then let me know. Leave a review. That's fine. And, um, and And I'd be happy to have that conversation with you as well. So until next Saturday, remember, pursue righteousness, have vision, and lead with humility. And we'll talk to you next Saturday.